This is Pulse 95. You're listening to the Halftime Show Podcast. Oh, he loves the fire and what a goal! This is the Halftime Show with Umar Adouri on Pulse 95. Nice strike! Oh, Salam and welcome to the Halftime Show with Omar Alduri. I'm your host covering everything sport, international, local. Hope you're having a blessed day wherever you're tuned in around the world, whether it's 95FM, Pulse95Radio.com or our very own app, Sharjah Broadcasting Authority. Or even if you're in the comfort of your own very home listening to us on the podcast on Apple, Spotify and SoundCloud, the Halftime Show is about to kick off, so buckle up. It's going to be a great show. And coming up on today's show... We got a UAE Muay Thai champion in the building, someone who has overcome many barriers to be where she is today from gender, injury setbacks and mental strength. Lara Fauzi is in the building and she's going to join the halftime show for a wicked insight into the world of martial arts and to be successful on this part of the world which is even bigger. She's an Egyptian author, digital marketer and certified trainer and I can't wait to get her on on the only place to be at 3, the halftime show on Pulse 95. Pulse 95. Oh, he loves the fire and what a goal! This is the halftime show with Umar Adouri on Pulse 95. Nice strike! Oh, better than nice! Sure is that time. It's the halftime show with Omar Duri. I'm your host, covering everything sport, international, local. Shout out to everyone who's tuning in on the Instagram live, especially my halftimers at Omar Duri and Pulse 95 Radio. Thank you very much for tuning in. And we've got a good one today, folks. I'm telling you, I'm feeling the energy in the room. That fighter's energy who kills you with a smile and then kicks your head off. <laughs> Lara <laughs> Fauzi is in the building. Let's give her a little round of applause for that as well. There you go. Lara, welcome to the show. What's up, Omar? Thank you for having me on the show. It's a pleasure to be here. Hey, thank you so much for being part of it. And especially with what's going on in the madness in the world, we made it happen in the end, didn't we? The show must go on. That's right, that's right. The show must go on. 100%. (laughs) Now, Lara, let's take this back. When did you fall in love with martial arts? Oh, my God. It's been like a really long journey. I mean, I started to do these um, body combat type sports when I was growing up um, in the UK as a teenager. But when I really started to kick off with Muay Thai, it was around about 2016 after I attended a motivational talk and uh, I was introduced to it. I did try it out earlier in the early 2000s, but really up in 2000. Mm-hmm. I had to put on hold for a bit of injury, but then I came straight back in 2017 and never looked back. Right. And and why Muay Thai? Oh, that's a really good question. Um, Muay Thai just makes you use every part of your uh, your body as a weapon. So you're using your kicks, you're using punches, you use your knees. It's called the art of eight limbs. So it includes elbows, punching. It's so intense. Mm. Um, and it's... Um, well, such a great heritage. So I've been to Thailand a few times now to, to learn from the Thais. Yeah. And I love the culture behind it. Um, I love the way it's so unique and uh, the culture in Thailand. People learn to fight from a very young age. It's part of a livelihood. Yeah. And um, there's really special music, um, a special performance or dance before people fight called the Waikuru. And um, there's, uh, you know, people use Thai oil that just great smell to it and it's just got such a strong culture and everybody you meet who does Muay Thai has a great story and background um, 
why they got into it. Yeah. But um, for me, it's helped me through a lot of um, tough times. Yes. Um, recovering from injury, tough times in life. Yeah. Um, and it's just, it involves every part of your body. So unlike boxing, you use kicks, um, the knees. Elbows. Yeah, elbows. Yeah, everything. Such an intense sport. And you know, you mentioned you mentioned character there, and and one thing I will say is, especially having looked into your profile, and I've I've known of you for a while. So breaking that stigma shows a lot of character, and you've had your own you know trials and tribulations along the way. Talk to me about the obstacles you faced growing up. Um, you know, it's it's not easy. Mm-hmm. There are a lot of obstacles. Um, you know, I don't really always seen that many uh, females growing up in martial arts. It's become more common now with like the UFC um, and there are more people showing on social media um, yeah. doing, you know, the, the, the martial arts. We're connected, so I've connected to people all over the world. But I feel that sometimes the, the road can be a bit isolating. Martial arts is um, a bit of a, of a, a kind of, a, can be a bit of a lonely journey sometimes because you don't know that many people or you can't relate to that many people or people who are from your culture or, or your background who are in the sport. That's why it's really nice to get out to Thailand because you're in a community yeah. and there is a fabulous, um, really good, strong community in Muay Thai. Um, but it's just, yeah, it's just sometimes it's being a female. Um, it's challenging being in martial arts. I mean, even if it's 2020, I'm not going to pretend that those stigma doesn't attach with women training uh, martial arts. There still does exist. Um, that does exist. Um, I've also suffered injury so I had a really bad fracture in my arm I had a triple fracture so it was a physical obstacle as well yeah talk me about um, the mindset behind that when you suffered mindset. that injury um well as I suffered that injury there was a really good movie that came out and it's called it's called bleed for this okay um, and, and it's about this professional boxer and he breaks his neck actually in a really um, bad car accident yeah but he decides he will get back into training and he will fight again um, and everyone, you know, everyone's like uh, talking him out of it. It's a severe injury. The doctor suggests he's his neck. So I watched that. That film came out literally a month or two after I booked Mom severely. And I, I had seen he had that will, that desire, mm-hmm. um, that strong burning desire to, to fight. So I also felt, you know, if you really want something, you'll find a way. You'll push through, you'll push through injury. And um, you have to keep a positive mindset. And that's what I tried to do. I really tried to stay positive and the real base of that positivity was gratitude uh, it sounds cliched but um i woke up after four hours of being a theater after my surgery and i was grateful um that i still had another chance to do things in life and you take everything for granted until it's almost taken away 100 had the gratitude yeah and it was um i had this internal desire and fight to, to want to use my strength again you yeah. know um and that movie story by the way um, and it inspired me and it showed me that you know people who have that will and belief and desire can make things happen yeah so, um, yeah it was just that, that feeling of you know I am going to do this I'm not going, not going to give up and I believe it yeah, so I, think, I, covered, I, I uh, think it's yeah. also like the element of half full rather than half empty you know just being yeah. appreciative of everything I, I really like that about even the way you were speaking and and the injury and, and the way you came out of it almost thinking right we've got another chance here let's go for it yeah, definitely. Thank you, Omar. The glass is always half full, you yeah. know. I mean, I, I still have uh, 
thank God, two arms. And then, you know, the doctor told me I could have had potentially nerve damage, which would have meant uh, bigger implications. So it's just, we've been grateful for what you've got. Um, and yeah, looking out that glass and seeing it as half full, always seeing it as half full, it's perspective. So yeah, yeah definitely. Absolutely. Perspective is everything. And if they, okay, right. So now I'm hearing this and I'm thinking, God, she makes a good role model, right? Now, if there's a mini Lara tuned in <laughs> right now, okay, yeah. um, what advice would you give her? Do, do what's in your heart. Follow your purpose. Um, as you grow and as you get uh, conditioned by life, people will try to dull your mind and tell you what you should and should not do. You'll get culture in the way. Uh, you'll get obligations, uh, pressure, society. But you have a strong desire in your heart. You know what you're capable of, whether it's physical, mental, emotional, or, you know, everybody's blessed with some sort of purpose and skill. Um, and it can be in really different realms of life. But I'll just say... Honor those um, that, that purpose. Honor those skills. Um, and if you believe in it, and if you feel it in your heart, go for it. No matter what culture or society challenges you, you've got to be strong, and you've got to believe in what you're doing. And, and be creative. Don't lose that creativity. Um, and go after your dreams. You can. There you it. go, Lara. A little, little round of applause for you there. <laughs> oh, thank you. <laughs> now coming up next. We take this international as Lara talks to us about how travel enhanced her knowledge and developed her mindset on the only place to be at three, the halftime show on Pulse 95. You're listening to Pulse 95. Oh, he loves the fire that was a goal! This is the halftime show with Omar Adori on Pulse 95. Nice strike! It sure is that time. It's the Halftime Show with Omar Duri. I'm your host, covering everything sport, international, local. I hope wherever you're tuned in around the world, I hope you're safe, I hope you're healthy, and I hope you're in the comfort of your own home or space. That's what I'm looking for at the moment now, because right now we got we got to be a bit more calm. And to help us get a bit more calm, we got Lara Fowles in the building. Hello! <laughs> Lara, talk to me about Thailand. Now, you, you went down to Tiger Muay Thai, is that right? Yeah, this year I went, no, sorry, last year, actually, at the end of last year, I went to Tiger Muay Thai, and I also went to a smaller gym that's actually closed down now, that was called um, Samsung at the time, so right. I split my time between these um, both gyms in Phuket, um, and uh, yeah, I spent a, spent a little while at Tiger, and uh, it was a great experience, so Thailand in general is a great experience, and so is Phuket. Yeah, when you got, there, when you got there the first time... Did they, did, how, how was it for you? Did anyone uh, look at you differently or were they open-minded? How, how was your first experience when you went to, to Thailand and Tiger? Um, so I initially went to Thailand in 2017. So this is my third time to go back and train. Right. Um, actually, in 2019 at the end of last year. So um, I don't really get too much... Um, uh, people mention well, obviously I train with a headscarf on so people know I'm Muslim so they're like oh you know how do you train with the headscarf on which is amazing you know? by the way I'm just going to throw that in there it's that, that's Thank amazing you much. no it Thank is you. I mean, yeah I mean it's, it's, it's nice to be able to um, show that women who are, who are veiled can do whatever they want because some people have this perception you know that you're limited you're somehow oppressed and, and that's not true because you can do you can do everything pretty much um it's just a way of life um but yeah so some people will ask oh you know you're muslim 
um, or you know, when we're training, the trainers are more mindful in terms of they're demonstrating. You know. Uh, they're more mindful in terms of how they demonstrate, whether or not they can show you demonstrations because you have to be in contact. Um, sometimes they clarify. Um, I've had a trainer approach me and say, you know, do you want to get changed now before you get into the ring? I'm like, this is how I dress. He's like, okay, get in the ring, let's go. So, you know, nice. they, they just question. They kind of, they, they observe it. I mean, they um, are aware of it. You know, the head the headgear is identity. Um, but I haven't found any issues with it, to be honest. Um, but people do recognize that you're of a faith, a certain faith. Um, um, they ask you, you know, if there are certain things that you would prefer for them not to do. Um, but other than that, it's been, it's been a great journey. Once we get there, once I get to any of the gyms, I find you become family with people because you train so hard. Yeah. And there's so much emotion. Some people are in fight camp as well, which means they're preparing for their fights. Yeah. So, you know, it's just kind of get on with it. We train together, we spar together, um, and it's wonderful. To be and, and you've been there a few times now. What has tha- like Thailand and traveling in general like? What's that taught you from a from a mental point of view as well as a physical? Um, from a mental point of view, it, it opens your mind. Mm-hmm. So, um, I mean, in Thailand, I've learned a lot about the culture um, and um, a lot of like like I said previously, a lot of these um, the Thais get into the fighting at a young age. Um, it's part of their economy, so they work through fighting. They earn money for their families and for themselves, and so it helps you to open your mind up about the culture, um, how people live. Um, I've learned a few words in the language as well. Nice. And yeah, because you know you have to greet the trainers. It's, 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 the Muay Thai is a very respectful sport. Yeah. You greet your trainers thank them um, and I try to thank them in their local in, in Thai and since I've been there a few times I love the food the Thai food the as well. food is on like point oh my god it's on point you know <laughs> I have to be careful people are like oh you know it's good you're gonna you know make weight but if you eat what you want to eat while training you also gotta be careful you know yeah, that's you very true maintain that calorie deficit <laughs> but with six rice and mango that's 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 there's a fine uh, line between calorie deficit and good food out there there's good food in Thailand I love the Tom Yum the soup yeah. I enjoy food, experiencing the food. That, that teaches you a lot about the culture as well. And, you know, you're, you're part of the culture when you enjoy the local cuisine. Um, so that's brilliant. But it's just nice to see how people live. Um, even when there's a language barrier, some of the gyms you'll go to and the, the trainers speak very limited English, but you somehow manage to communicate and you manage to have the time and laugh. Um, and uh, I think, you know, people think there are barriers between cultures and people, but you learn to get on with everyone and... And to find the common goal, um, in this case, it's Muay Thai. So yeah. I love to travel. I love to see the world. Um, my previous corporate job as well, I traveled a lot, um, uh, specifically to America because it was an American company. But mm-hmm. I like to meet people from different cultures and backgrounds. And I think it helps to break down any kind of perceived barriers. Um, it does. You know, and what I love over yeah. the last few years, I've started to see more females competing who've, who may have not in the past due to headwear, which shows me that, you know, the cultural barriers is actually being challenged. Like, is this a sign of things to come? barriers are being challenged um, and I think there are different factors that are changing um, for a start it's more people participating in the sport um, you know there but there are also female famous uh, famous female fighters in the UFC now who have also got coverage who break down those barriers the fashion industry is changing so the fashion industry have realized there's a huge like modest fashion clothing or like hijabi sportswear so they're introducing like a lot of the major brands like Nike, Under Armour, Adidas have introduced um, mm. 
Punjabi sportswear, so it, it, it makes it easier to participate because you need the clothing. Yeah. Um, it, it could be a hassle, you know, when you've got your gloves on, your hands are wrapped, and you're yeah. in the middle of like a sparring session and you've got like heavy headgear on or something, it can um, really um, slow you down in your training. The clothing is helping. Um, but the industry, yeah, is recognizing um, more, more people, females in the sport um, in general. Um, the gyms are, are more welcoming for females as well. Um, social media as well um, allows us to create our own media. So the mainstream media puts out ideas of femininity and what women should look like and what they shouldn't should do. But with social media, you can now put your own content out there and show what's really happening, you know? So Good for uh, you. that's also breaking down badges. Yeah. Good for you. I, lo- I love that. I love that. Really, really much, much respect to you. Uh, coming up next, we put Lara through the fire round that's right guys the fire round is back (laughs) as we get to know her a little bit better on the only place to be at three the halftime show on pulse 95 you're listening to pulse 95 pulse 95 oh he loves the fire this is the halftime show with Omar Adori on Pulse 95. Nice strike! Oh, better than nice! It sure is that time. It's the Halftime Show with Omar Duria. I'm your host covering everything sport, international and local. Now, if you are lucky to be tuning on the Instagram Live at Omar Duria, you would have seen a lot of conversation between me and Lara Fozzi behind the scenes on something we have in common, which is London and also KFA. So shout out to everyone from KFA who's tuned in on the Instagram Live and even on Pulse95 Radio, 95FM and even our very own app, Sharjah Broadcasting Authority. And it's with great pleasure I welcome Lara Fozzi. What's good? Thank you, Omar. Good to be back. Shout out KFA. <laughs> How are you doing over there? So, so just just so we clear, have a bit of clarity now. You are where exactly? Um, I'm on the Chevrolet. I've actually stopped off at a hotel on the Chevrolet Road because I was on my way to Sharjah. Yeah. Radio. Right. I was on my way, but due to these closures, yes. You know, we're making this happen remotely. So, That's right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. And you know what? It, it is that time. It's uh, mm-hmm. it's the fire round. now for the fire round we like to get to know you better so we throw things your way and get you to respond to us in a word or two or however you feel about those topics okay so I want to make sure you're ready you ready Mm -hmm. I'm ready I'm ready alright first one Kanye West say that again Kanye West how many how many arrests no no Kanye West oh Kanye West yeah yeah Love it. Okay. Tiger Muay Thai. The place to be. What's your happy place? Uh, Thailand. Okay. London. London Massive. (laughs) (laughs) That's my favorite one so far. All right. Uh, Favorite cartoon? Tom and Jerry. What do you think of veganism? Of who? Veganism. I'm a, I'm a meat eater, sorry. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, the coronavirus. Go away. Right, I go like that. Back, go away. Okay. Favorite yeah. cheat meal. Oh, God. I'll be here all day. <laughs> mashi. Have you heard of mashi? Mashi? Of course I heard of mashi. My yes, mum grew up in Egypt. Of course you've heard of mashi. What do yeah, you mean? So it's stuff, yeah, rice in like vine leaves. Yeah. And, um, 
think, basically. Making me hungry right. now. All right, okay. Yeah, I'm hungry too. Uh, meditation. Vital. Clear that mind. Did you watch Clear the Game the Changers documentary? No. Okay, right. So when you watch that, you're going to hit me up and let me know what you think of it. Oh, what about okay. favorite athlete in the world? Oh, wow. Well, Hamad Ali. Nice. Okay, CrossFit. Yeah, good. Good. Mix it up. Yeah. Strong and uh, strength and conditioning. Nice. Way to go. Social media. Get your message out there. Be heard. Nice. Sharjah. Nice. Nice. All right. Well, the, the next one, I think you might have answered already, but Muhammad Ali or Mike Tyson? Ali. Okay. Favorite female athlete? Um, Cyborg. Nice. Okay. Cyborg, yeah. It's interesting yeah. you picked her over Ronda Rousey, right? Say that again? It's interesting you picked her over Ronda Rousey. Ronda Rousey used to be my favorite, but, yeah. you know, she needs to do better in lots. I mean, you know, it must be hard losing, but she there's also two sides of it. Yeah. So I think that was, that was a little bit of a down for her. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Egypt. Hometown. My uh, hometown. I thought you were going to say Omedonia. 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 Okay. Two tracks off your playlist. Um, two tracks off my playlist. Oh, I have the Tiger. Okay. Unstoppable. All right. Okay. Favorite piece of technology? Mobile phone. Adidas or Nike? Oh God! Can I say neither? Yeah, you can. I've got my own brand. I've got my own brand. I've got my own brand. But yeah, they're both great. Okay. What's your brand? Well, I'm creating my own modest fashion line where I wear both Nike and Adidas, five in each. Okay, nice. I like yeah. that. Now, how do you reset? Sleeping. Okay. Sleeping is where you get the gains. If you sleep, you get the gains. You get the energy. Um, you get the cardiovascular help. I like that. Okay. Yeah. If you could visit yeah. one place in the world that you haven't been to, what would it be? Wow. I've traveled quite a bit. I'm fortunate. I am fortunate I've traveled quite a bit. Um, where would it be? I'd like to be an astronaut and go to the moon. Nice. That's not in this world. Does that, does that count? I'll give you that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> okay. You know, if I had said, that's not in the world, everyone would have gone like, all right, Omar, we, we, get, we get what you're trying to say. So yeah, I'm glad yeah, you yeah. said it, not Thanks me. Thanks for letting me have that one. That's all right. Yeah. We go way back. All right. Favorite movie? Favorite movie? Oh. I do like The Fast and the Furious. I like the cars. Which yeah. which which version of the Fast and Furious? The first one or the two hundred and seventh one? Huh? <laughs> that, that, that had Ronda Rousey. That was when I was like, wow, Ronda Rousey. Yeah, yeah. Security guard, and, and it was shot in Abu Dhabi as well at one point. It was. It was. You're right. All right. Ready for the next one? Yes. Why ready. did a chicken cross the road? <laughs> uh, to get to the other side. <laughs> I'll give you that one. There's no wrong answer. I, I just throw that in to throw people off, but you answered it quite well. All right. Okay. <laughs> When was the last time you fell on your backside? Oh God, probably last week. Thursday <laughs> in sparring, like that happens quite regularly. Thanks, shout out to coach. Okay. Falling on my back quite regularly with a sweep. Shout out to coach. <laughs> okay. Um, intermittent fasting. 
Uh, good for you. I like intermittent fasting. When we have to make weight for competitions, I yeah. use intermittent fasting to cut calories yeah. and just give my immunity a break and, and my um, reduce any inflammation. Mm-hmm. I like it. Okay. You need to uh, learn more though. Apple yeah. cider vinegar. Oh, good. I've used apple cider vinegar in the past. Mm-hmm. I like it, but be careful with the acidity on the right. stomach. Right. Yeah. Uh, what do you think of the halftime show? Oh, it's the best show in the world. <laughs> I, would have, I would have done anything to get here. I tried. I you know what? I'll, like, I'll go one for and say it's out of this world. It's out of this world. It is out of this world. It's the best show. I'm, I, I, I love tuning in to the Halftime Show. We're kidding. Yeah, yeah. yeah. How can you not want her to come back on the show? Right. Coming up next, she survived the fire round. We're going to take all your questions, find out what's next for Lara and where you can follow her on the only place to be at three, the Halftime Show on Pulse 95. This is Pulse 95. Oh, he loves the fire then. What a goal. This is the Halftime Show with Omar Adori on Pulse 95. Nice strike. It sure is that time. It's the Halftime Show with Omar Duri. I'm your host, coming everything sport, international, local. Got to give a few cheeky shout-outs at the moment for some of my favorite Instagrammers at Omar Duri on Instagram. Shout-out to Maria, Dodi, you've got Linda, you've got Fernando, you've got Maria, and you've also got Banna. And Banna's actually completed her first 6K uh, recently. We love her and we support her all the way. Well done. Keep being fit. Keep being healthy. And again, a special shout out from the halftime show at Pulse95 to you, Banner, and everyone else who's tuned in. And speaking about superstars, we got Lara Fauzi in the building. Hello! <laughs> now, Lara, tell me, um, what's next for you at the moment? Well, um, I've just taken a break from my corporate job. So mm-hmm. I was working full time in a multinational as a marketing manager and I've just left that so I can focus on my own training. Yep. Um, so I want to start to incorporate more strength and conditioning with my Muay Thai and I find quite a lot of time in the gym so I want to focus on my training mm-hmm. but I also want to share that so you know I'm blessed to have been able to travel to Thailand and to train with authentic Thais and to have pushed through some of those boundaries so I want to share that with as many females as possible yeah. um, and I've started to take on female clients and build my client base in Muay Thai so I want to um, build that up in the industry um, and potentially start women's classes as well because there are a lot of males um, out there but I think there is a niche and you know women relate to women to the sports and it may be easier so that's one of my goals amazing um, in addition to that I'm looking at fashion um, and the modest fashion wear market is huge so you know that's something I'm, I'm taking on board now and researching and um, aiming to launch my own fashion line nice um, yeah so that's, that's a fun and interesting have project. we got a name for it Lara is it going to be Lara L-A-R-A yeah, in yeah, bold Lara, I can see it Lara. I can see it I'm telling you now <laughs> you. and we'll be supporting it here at the halftime show as well I can't oh, wait to see Lara smash smash the fitness scene with, uh, yeah. with the ladies wear yeah so that's coming watch out for that I did have a boxing match my first ever boxing fight scheduled this yep. Friday mm-hmm. thank you to Real Boxing Only we, we had to postpone that in light of the situation that right. we're currently facing but I look forward to um, Inshallah. 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 And uh, trying my luck in boxing and seeing how that goes as well. Inshallah. So, and and uh, just quickly space. before we have the Adan prayer, where can they follow you? 
So my handle on Instagram is mm-hmm. Lara underscore yep. underscore DXB. Amazing, amazing. Listen, thank you so much for coming on the Halftime my Show. Pleasure. It's my been pleasure. so much fun. Uh, remember, guys, you can catch us every Monday, Wednesday, Saturday, 3 to 4, and it turns into a podcast on Apple, SoundCloud, and Spotify. And coming up is the Adhan for the Asr prayer. This is Pulse 95. Tune in live every Monday, Wednesday, and Saturday from 3 p.m.